You are all going to die tonight. Welcome to another episode of Horror in Session. I am your host, as always, Reina Cervantes, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kyla. Hi, I I go by Kyla now. Um, I would like, yeah, I'm sorry. I would like to explain so that you guys aren't like, what the heck? Um, but my name is Kyla. But then when I was younger, people were just calling me Kayla, and so my parents just went with it. Apparently, that's the story that I got two years ago when I asked my mom. I was like, that is crazy. You guys are insane people. Um, and I actually do like Kyla more, so that's what I'm going to go by now. But yeah, thank you. I wasn't even going to make a big deal about it, but okay. <laughs> I feel so weird, that's why. Like, I feel like people, I feel, I feel like people are like, what? Why is she being called Kyla? You know, like, I don't know. I feel weird about it. I feel embarrassed for some reason. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> um, so this week is a little bit, little bit, bit of our refresh week, um, Obviously, we dropped pretty good number of a uh, pretty big episodes. If I don't say so myself, um, yes. So this I... is our little recharge recess. In fact, it's recess number two. Um, I love bef- recess. Yeah, it's always fun. Um, but before we hop into the movie that we're covering this week, which I'm really excited that we're covering, um. What what have you been up to, Kyla? Like, what have you been watching, or like, what's been going on in life? I know it's felt like a, it's felt so long since we've recorded. Yeah, and you know it's funny because it feels like feels like so long and feels so short at the same time. Because since I started school at the beginning of February, time has been going by so fast. You know, when you actually have stuff to do, it goes by so quickly. And I don't know, I've, I have a bunch of homework. I'm taking 18 credits this semester, which is the most I've ever taken. Um, so it's a lot of work. And But the most I've been watching, though, because I've had to watch a lot of, for class, obviously, because I'm a film studies major. And I'm in a film noir class. And I'm not a really big fan of the genre, which is partly the reason why I took it. And I love it now. <laughs> We just watched this uh, feminist film noir um, movie called Mildred Pierce, and it was amazing. But I think the best one that I liked was Double Indemnity, which I talked about with you. (laughs) And how in the end he was supposed to – there was supposed to be a scene with the gas chamber, and they filmed it, but it's, like, lost forever. And that – is insane to me i want to see it so bad but yeah you like double indemnity too though right i i do i remember that the dm you sent me you're like you're into fucked up movies i feel like you would like this and i was like oh spoiler alert i've seen it already it's so crazy like film noir is borderline i mean because alfred hitchcock is um considered film noir Mm -hmm. and so like film noir and horror are intersectionally like they're like one you know kind Mm -hmm. of that's it's crazy yeah um so how excited are you now for matt reeves's batman knowing it's film noir inspired i didn't even know that i didn't know i didn't know that but that's exciting matt reeves has straight up said oh it's like a hitchcock noir style movie (gasps) that's going to be insane i hope he amps up um the kills and the gore and the all that insane I, stuff. I mean, that one trailer they dropped already looks insane. It does. Yeah, I'm super excited. 
But what have you been watching? Gosh. Uh, I've been watching... If you follow me on Twitter, you probably know what I've been watching, but I don't really want to say because we'll be covering it for future for future episodes. Um, what I, I can say what it is, I don't even know. what <laughs> You do. You probably just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, on top of stuff that I have been watching that isn't podcast related. Um, I obviously have finished WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Which uh... nah. I haven't even finished it. I'm like two episodes. That's so exciting! Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear what you think. I'm nervous to see the show after Wandavision. Obviously, like I'm excited, but you know, there's only so much hope you can have in in Marvel, I guess. And I think that like while it will be enjoyable, it will have its problems. But I think it's you know, it's just a given at this point, and it's just fun to enjoy the characters. The, I don't know. That trailer was good. Yeah, it was. The trailer was really good, I thought. Um Are they like fugitives on the run? I think Marvel characters are always like fugitives, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're like they always done fucked up on something. Right? <laughs> I don't know, but I think it's hard cuz we all thought WandaVision would be like amazing and at the same time it was and then, you know, in the end, it did its same Marvel stuff. And I think that's just, like, the studio influence, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they all have to fit under the MCU banner. So there's only so much you can do with that stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, but uh, other than that, I don't think I've watched any new movies lately. I got, like, a, a pile of them. I got, like, St. Maud. I got Judas and the Black Messiah. I got... Uh, Nomadland I still need to watch I just have not been like been like watching anything except oh I did watch Monster Hunter oh yeah you were telling me about that yeah it's good it's really good it's like and without saying too much it is kind of connected to something that we'll be covering on the show in the future that's all I'll say but it's like I I was like so bummed I couldn't see that in the theater because eh, whatever I finally saw it it's good I loved it um, Mila Jovovich and Paul W S Anderson they can do no wrong in my book um, you can quote me on that <laughs> wait what else has that director done he I has mean- done uh, the original Mortal Kombat film he did okay. the Three Musketeers film with Logan Lerman. I don't want to say these other two movies that he's done. What? We're covering them. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Uh, I feel like I've heard of that director, so interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you once we're done recording, and then you'll be like, oh, it's that guy. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, I'm excited. I will have to watch that one. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been watching. Um, And then just writing, mostly. That's probably why I haven't gotten around to watching anything. Yeah, any pieces you want to plug while everybody's listening? I don't know if you guys listen to the end of our whole episode where we plug our stuff. So you're going to have to – I'm going to make you guys listen to Raina's plug right now. Listen, all I'll say is that I have been doing a good amount of freelance work for bloodydisgusting.com. That is amazing. I love that. I'll have to check it out. So and then, you, and then you recently just had a piece published, right? Yeah, I just uh, started writing for FilmCred, which, you know, I've – I've always like been interested in because my one of my good friends Tyler um, is an editor 
editor there um just didn't have a chance or like I didn't know what to pitch but I finally did it and I wrote about to all the boys I love before three and I'm excited to write more with them yeah I really loved your piece I thought it was super good I haven't seen the movies but like I really need to finally sit down and watch those that would be a really fun night they're just they're just a good time you know comfort <laughs> like the movie we're about to talk about today. Listen, before we go forward, do you know who else is a content editor at FilmCred? Mary Beth? Mary Beth. Yes, we love Mary Beth. <laughs> Friend of the show, Mary Beth. <laughs> I miss her. Like, we need to have her back on for something. That oh, was a fun episode. Oh, that's, that's already in the works. <gasps> See, guys, I don't know anything here. Like, Raina plans everything, and I just I just find out at the same time that you guys find out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so definitely she's, she's coming back. Love um, that. And we'll probably announce that soon because I think we're going to do this new thing where we announce the movies ahead of time so that people can have, like, ample time to seek out and watch them. Yeah, I love that. I think... Dwayne was ta- telling me he saw them the episode about the don't fucking eat that episode and he didn't he didn't check it out yet because he hasn't seen the movies yet and I was like you have to see these movies they're like insane and he was like oh, okay I will. yeah and I feel like that 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 like wherein lies the problem is that they haven't seen it they won't mm-hmm. listen to the episode and like you know just want everyone to be a part of the conversation so i'll say this then um paul ws anderson is known for event horizon and the resident evil film franchise oh and we are going to be covering both of those exciting i think i've wanted i think i wanted to watch event horizon i never got to it one one of our guests one of our super exciting guests in the future actually handpicked that one and i was like (laughs) hell yeah i can get to finally talk about event horizon and then obviously resident evil because who doesn't love resident evil yeah i'm excited i know i've heard a lot about resident evil and i know nothing about it so oh you were in for a treat that's actually (laughs) what i've been watching this last week um, oh yeah your collection right or was that yeah the collection yeah. um i i know somebody who hasn't seen them so me and her sat down this week that over video like so call fun. and watched all of them in order that is so cute oh my gosh i love that definitely a great franchise can't wait to dive into that but today we're diving into a comfort watch right Yes, my personal comfort watch. <laughs> yeah, you picked a you picked a, the the movie of focus for this recess, correct? Um, well, I didn't necessarily pick it as I constantly just talk about it. So Reina was like, "Fine, like we'll talk about it." <laughs> yeah, just so we we can get it out of the way. No I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so for those of you who are finally anticipating us covering this today we are covering heathers from 1989 directed by michael lehman and written by daniel waters the film stars winona Ryder, christian slater and shannon doherty regular girl veronica tries to survive the social jungle of high school by sticking with the three most popular girls at school who are all called heather as she meets a sociopath named jd her life spirals into a continuous cycle of hate unintentional murder and indifference as she exacts revenge on their enemies 
also known as their best friends. You a Heather? No, I'm a Veronica. I don't really like my friends. I don't really like your friends either. They're people I work with and our job is being popular. Maybe it's time to take a vacation. I just killed my best friend. And your worst enemy. Same difference. My teen angst has a body count. This is a tragic thing. Hallelujah. We scare people into not being assholes. What did you say, dickhead? <laughs> I did not want them dead. You did too. Did not. You did too, not. Sir. Shut up. I love my dead gay son. You are out of control. This life is filthy. What do you think I'm going to do with it? Take out her tonsils? Ha! Is this as good for you as it is for me? Life can suck. That's it. We're breaking up. So, Kayla, why did you want to talk about this movie so much? I mean, Kyla. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's that's gonna be terrible to like get back on it. No, I'm the same way. I keep calling myself Kayla on accent too, and I have to catch myself. So we're all learning. Um, it's going to be a learning process. We'll we'll we'll, we'll power through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Kyla, why did you want to talk about this movie? So I was really big into '80s movies when I was younger because my mom showed me them um, when I was in elementary school. So that's how I got into film. I guess is from John Hughes. Uh, And then in middle school, I found Heather's on Netflix. I remember vividly watching this for the first time, actually, still. And I watched it, like, on my laptop, on my couch. And I was like, oh, yay, like, another 80s movie. I watched Clueless and Breakfast Club a million times, and now I found, like, a cool new one that I haven't seen. I watched that movie, and I had, like, a spiritual awakening. (laughs) I was like, why has my mom never shown me this one? This is the one. Like, this is the best one. Um, From there on, it kind of became a comfort watch for me. Like, whenever whenever I was just feeling down or I just didn't know what to put on, I would just put Heather's on in the background um, just because I I loved it so much. And I don't know. It's it's just so funny. I think think the way that – the director handles the tone in it is amazing and it's just camp gold i don't know how like it's just it's great i don't know but yeah i love it so much <laughs> reina what do you like so, about heathers it's it's weird that it's a comfort watch because it's like kind of honestly a grim movie <laughs> <laughs> i know but it's so funny <laughs> It's it's like the satire on the teenage experience of mm-hmm. um it's like a satire deconstruction of like the teenage experience of like I hate myself and everybody around me. Yes, maybe that's why I liked it so much. That's how I felt honestly in middle school. But but it does it in such a like over the top like unrealistic way that uh-huh. it's like am I silly for feeling this way? <laughs> Literally. Um, 
I I love it. It is one of those quintessential like like 80s movies. It's like um it's like this like twisted portrait of like it's like if you got like a serial killer to like recreate a John Hughes movie from memory. Mm-hmm. Um I I love it though. I think it's so fantastic over the top. I love showing people it the for the first time. It was actually a huge box office failure when it first came out. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. Like, I think it was just ahead of its time that people didn't really know what to make of it, even though it Mm -hmm. has like a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people also like satire, I think gets a bad rep a lot of times. People are always crapping on satire as if it's, it's because, and it's because they don't understand the tone or that it's satire. Mm -hmm. They'll judge it as like an actual, like realistic movie and it's like you're not even getting what this it's that's what it's supposed to be oh <laughs> they like critique it it's, for what it's, it's supposed to be it's it's why some like horror fans don't like scream yeah that that it's insane and i feel like scream and heathers and american psycho all exist in this like same you know subgenre and the humor is just so smart mhm definitely um i think it holds up very much so today uh if you haven't seen it you can watch it on shutter right now yeah it's on shutter so it's it's a horror it's a horror it's which horror. is debated <laughs> that's always a hugely debated topic um it's definitely a genre film to be sure it's also this like black comedy it's like this coming of age story there's like so many like fantastic moments in it too um, oh my gosh obviously uh uh i love my gay dead son i can't i love that <laughs> one and um um chaos is what killed the dinosaurs darling mm-hmm. fuck me gently with a chainsaw I, I want that like embedded on my tombstone when i die right um i also really love like i think i resonated with veronica a lot Mm-hmm. um and also she's just like a brunette and like i'm a brunette and i don't know why sometimes i'd be like oh yes i'm that brunette but i just love her and i think and one of the lines i love about her is when she goes you're beautiful when she's like being sarcastic to somebody mm-hmm. i always want to say that but I, i'm like and i'm thinking in my head or like thinking about to text it and i'm like i don't think this is got like the sat like that's gonna go well like people aren't gonna hear my sarcasm but i always think about that scene like you're beautiful for some reason like it applies in a lot of situations i'm just like you're beautiful so so the fact that like her name is veronica kind of like plays into like oh this is like a satire of like the idyllic teenager because if you notice her name is veronica and her old best friend before she started hanging around with the heathers was named betty like Betty and Veronica from Archie Comics. Is that what it's for? Yeah, it's it's a satire <gasps> of that cuz like on cuz Betty and Veronica obviously are like that image of like the idyllic perfect American teenagers. No way. I had no idea that it connected like that. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, so like there's little details like that hidden throughout that like Add, like add up to the satire of like the teenage experience um 
obviously yeah. the fear that like a tragedy is always going to happen like at the school whether it be a student dying or something happening at school um i feel like heather's doesn't necessarily try to straight up poke fun at it but kind of bring all those ideas to light in a way mm-hmm. um, i agree and like the social hierarchy parts um you know heather wears green because she's envious of the head heather and had the head heather wears red because obviously she's the evil um then there's the other heather who wears yellow and she's like she's friendly and she's the bright one um and then there's this there's the scene where heather and veronica are fighting outside the party there's these bright blue and red neon lights when they're fighting i think that's just such a nice touch um yeah the production design is amazing on this movie like there's like you look on veronica's desk and all her pens are blue yeah Mm -hmm. it's awesome i think this movie very much holds up to today yeah i Um, agree and it like the the performances like winona Ryder is like She's given her all in this movie. Yeah, everybody got the assignment, you know, of the the, the camp. And I, what I also noticed, mm-hmm. um, let's Kurt and what is the other one's name? Kurt and Ram. They mm-hmm. are so funny. Like they got that the camp so well. I think um, I didn't even realize it because like they're just being stupid but they really hone in on that like tone that the director is going for and without these like over the top stupid performances it wouldn't work you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny that like Winona Ryder wasn't even the first choice for this movie and had to practically beg for the part because uh they thought she didn't look pretty enough at the time so, that is awful. So this was like her coming right off of like Beetlejuice. And I apparently she said like, like, and this is a quote I'm reading, quote, at the time, I didn't look that different from my character in Beetlejuice. I was very pale. I had blue black dyed hair. I went to Macy's at the Beverly Center and had them do a makeover on me. Oh, Winona. Yeah. I love her. That's awful because she makes this movie there could not be heathers without winona as the lead Mm -hmm. i don't think Mm -hmm. yeah so so uh, kind of piggybacking off of those thoughts why why do you think this movie has kind of stayed in your consciousness like i know i'm picking your brain about this but (laughs) you you like really love this movie I know it's so funny um, because like I'll spend a lot of time I'll spend some time without it because I have loved this movie since middle school and whenever someone like asks me what my favorite movies are my mind always goes back to it even if it's been a while since I've seen it Um, I just think it is the epitome of if I were to make a film (laughs) this is what it would be something crazy weird over the top like this uh you know my other favorite movies are like your ghost movies and i do love me scream and american psycho so you're kind of seeing a theme here um but other than that you know i just like worshipped winona ryder when i was young and so i don't know yeah this was that time where i was just like looking up to her and i i still do and i just 
I know it's like stupid, but I love JD. Like I in middle school, I was obsessed with JD and I know like I I like Kylo Ren, so this is probably not a surprise to you guys. But I was pretty obsessed with Christian Slater and JD in this in this role specifically. Like I never watched another young Christian Slater role cuz JD was just like my man's and I didn't want to see Christian Slater young in another role. Like I just wanted to see JD over and over again. So it's partly a horny aspect as well. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. Um I'm like, yes, yes, concur. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> um I'm I'm kind of fascinated with the fact that this movie has s- such stain power um mm-hmm. in the pop culture. Like um like I have I've come across more people that like that I've come across more people that like this movie than don't like it. And obviously it got turned into a Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. That episode was coming full circle. That episode was adapted in a Riverdale episode. Yes. Uh, that, you know, that musical too. I remember I found that the bootleg in middle school. I watched it and I just love the songs in that musical so much. <laughs> Yeah, it's got legitimately good songs. Um, yes. Please don't ever look at my Spotify history because there's a lot of songs from that on my history. <laughs> yes, I feel it. Um, but yeah, and then in in I think 2018, it got the TV series. Oh, and then that no, no, no. Well, that got canceled before it even dropped, right? Uh it got delayed so much because of like all the like tragedies that were happening at schools at the time. Oh my god. Um yeah, it just they kind of ended up really burying that movie. I mean, yeah. that show. It was just not a good idea, I don't think. I but... think I think that the ideas or like the show took away the wrong stuff from the movie. Mhm. Um also, it was weird having the Heathers be like the LGBT and people of color. And, like, yeah, it was the white girl is the lead and and is like trying to kill them. I was just like, oh, I was like, this is a this is a weird conscious choice you guys made. Yeah, it was very backwards, um, and it was just very from what I could see in the trailers. It was just so like sanitized, you know. I think if you're gonna make a Heather's um, remake, you gotta be just as weird <laughs> as the for the original. Mm-hmm. So for years they've been trying to get a sequel on the off the ground. They should just do. They should just make the play. I mean, the musical into a movie. That musical is amazing. I always feel that too. Like I feel like the the musical would adapt well to a film. Yeah. Um, and then they and always like kind of joke that like Winona Ryder would come back for a sequel and have it be like an Obi Wan type situation. Yeah, that'd be so cool. And I just think that because the the musical leans into it other things differently than the movie does and the the way it leans into the JD Veronica relationship and really like. That, like fleshes that out I think it is very interesting because um, mm-hmm. we only see like parts of it in the movie I feel like and it's not as fleshed out as it could be but not necessarily making it 
not necessarily that it could have had time for that, but in the movie musical, it's interesting the way it explores that. I just want to see like this big high budget adaptation of the musical, but like when they sing the song big fun and they're like having the party, it needs to be like a project X style party. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That just would be... set entirely to that song. That's crazy you mentioned that because that was also a comfort watch of mine in middle school. Now imagine if they crossed over the two. I know. This would just bring back so many memories. Middle school is a weird time for me, if you guys can tell, I guess. Oh my god. (laughs) You were in middle school when Project X happened. I was. Oh my, I was in high school. That was like one of the first R-rated movies I saw with an ID. <laughs> that is so funny. You know, I haven't heard that name in forever. And like, let's talk about it. Like Project X was a great movie. That's, it's, <laughs> confession, <laughs> it's a movie I revisit at least once a year. As you should, it's a great movie. Like it's every a great time found I found footage movie. Yeah. Oh my God, found, I forgot. Uh-huh. I... Yeah, every time I think about it, I think so like so fondly of it. It's just so funny and it's a good movie, yeah. It it proves that the found footage format works in other stuff besides horror. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do more with it. Yeah, honestly, it was such a big thing and it just disappeared, right? I haven't he- heard that name in forever and I don't know why. It should be like one of those comedy classics, I think. Do you think it cross crosses over more so with heathers in the way that it like satires the teenage experience yeah i could see that yeah i could see the similarities yeah i'm like oh yeah we're getting deep in this one i know (laughs) it's just so funny because those are those are those two movies project x and heathers but also the virgin suicides were just movies i watched constantly in middle school i can't i don't understand why (laughs) Well, because you were obviously an angsty teenager. I was. I was very angsty, I guess. I think we all were. Um, And I think that's why these... And I think that's why a movie in particular, like Heather's, has like this good staying power of like, hey, I remember high school. I remember it sucking, or I remember it being great if I was popular. Um, But it's like... It's like we all have these memories of like how high school was and like they're always more fantastical than they are not right like you remember like crazy stuff in high school that if like if somebody that wasn't you looked at it they'd be like well that wasn't that crazy yeah in, in your mind it's like evergreen yeah and i think that we all relate to veronica because everybody except for head heather feels like veronica you know and you can tell in the way that they act they all feel like she does but you know veronica thinks that she is the only one feeling that way but it's but it's a great representation of how we all feel in middle school and high school is we all feel like veronica and we feel like we're the only ones feeling like that but in the grand scheme of things we're all feeling like that like so like out of place everybody's fake i don't fit in here but you know i'm gonna put on a face and act like i do and everybody else is like being so genuine and they're actually having a good time and i'm not you know and 
Yeah, I really resonate with that, I guess. Which which also ties into the idea of Project X. Mm -hmm. I want desperately to be so liked and to fit in that I'm going to go to these great extremes like in Heathers to fit in and be liked. Um, And then when it gets out of control... It gets out of control. Like they both like spiral in such uh-huh. fascinating ways, whether it's Heather's with people being killed or like, or in Project X with literally a, an entire suburban block practically being destroyed. That was insane. Like I, I need to go back and look at the, the making of Project X videos that are probably on the internet somewhere because <laughs> I, I- insane. I like how this like started as like a Heather's recess, but then turned into like, oh, the teenage experience. Yeah, I mean, it's it makes sense. Heather's is such a great representation of that. It's so, mm-hmm. yeah. Gosh, and you know, like the music in it, mm-hmm. amazing, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. yeah, they had that reference and Freaky do it. Yes, the song. This mm-hmm. the. I, I literally, yeah, when I watched Freaky, I was like, that song. And I was just thinking about that song today because I was trying to kind of like refreshing. And we're talking about like the first song, Que Sera. And I was watching that scene and I was like, this could not, this would be a different movie if this scene didn't have this song in it, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it really sets the tone. And then, like I said, that being in Freaky is like, proof of like heather staying power i mean there's all those memes on the internet of like me in 2019 versus me in 2021 it's like veronica like at the start of the movie and then her at the end like covered in like ash and like smoking a cigarette yes (laughs) that's so good that whole ending to ready or not is like a reference to where samara weaving's character lights up the cigarette (gasps) you're right Mm -hmm. i didn't even realize that that's so funny yeah a hundred percent like the, the yeah it's point is heathers is great uh pretty great that it's on shutter pretty great mm-hmm. that it was featured on the last drive-in with joe bob briggs that was insanely cool um because i think that made it even cross like intersectional more with the horror community i love because, that because so many people watch that show and then that was like one of the few like non-traditional like horror type things that they would show on there and it's like great i think they even talked to talk about like how the teenage experience is pretty fucking scary (laughs) yeah wait you have to send me this i haven't seen this uh it's on shutter (laughs) oh okay okay i will check it out um and then i also wanted to mention too like so heather's holds up to today but also the fact that it's this little secret i feel like like not everybody knows about it and i was you know i wanted to be i guess i've always wanted to be different in middle school so i thought it was kind of cool that i liked heathers and you know people knew heathers but not everybody so it's it's kind of cool that it's just it's this little underground thing as well i think you know i don't know why i've always liked stuff that i'm like not everybody knows this i'm like you know different <laughs> do you feel that are you gatekeeping heathers 
I'm not gatekeeping it. I'm just saying that I feel like not everybody has – like, not everybody is like, oh, Heathers. Like, everybody is like, oh, Ferris Bueller. Oh, Breakfast Club. But if you say Heathers, you'll get 75% people knowing it and then 25% people being like, what? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's fine. Um, Before we wrap up some closing thoughts, I just wanted a quick word from our sponsor. Folks – Do you love movies, the good ones, even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies so much they've dedicated every waking moment of their entire lives to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts advocating for the immediate production of a third national treasure to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms for all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even offer top quality enamel pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Super Yaki joyously brings you wearable love letters to the movies and filmmakers you love. Plus, the team at Super Yaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships using compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. And as a special gift to you, listeners can save 10% on their order with code SUPERSESSIONS all caps, no spaces, at checkout. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Let's watch more movies. Okay, so Kayla, now that we're really in the thick of like the Heather's conversation, do you want to see this make a comeback, whether it be like a musical adaptation? movie a remake a sequel or do you think it should stay kind of where it's at and be in this like evergreen place of like film history i'm i'm the type of person who is like the more the merrier like give it to me um so i will take anything they give me but especially after like the winona and christian slater um, you know, comebacks that we've had in the past couple of years. Christian Slater's uh, performance in Mr. Robot is amazing. So I think it'd be really cool that whatever we get, if we could have cool cameos from them somehow, I just think it'd be so fun. And yeah, I'll take anything. I, I, I just want it. But I also, I will be seeing it live one day. I don't know when, but I, I, I plan to see the musical one day so yeah remember when christian slater was supposed to be in dracula instead of keanu that when you told me that i had a heart attack (laughs) (laughs) he's just so sexy in the bad guy role is he not like that makes me mad yeah he said it's like one of his biggest regrets in his career was that he said no to dracula i i think it would have worked better yeah, nobody liked that California accent in, in Dracula from Keanu, huh? Right? Like, Keanu was the one thing that people were kind of against from that movie, right? Even though that people liked it, it was like, if it was a different actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Pretty much. And, and I think it's probably, like, as much as I love Keanu, it's, like, one of the few aspects of that movie that really hasn't held up all these years. Yeah. He's just not fit for that type, I guess. I don't know. I mean, once again, last minute replacement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Damn it. Wait, that was Christian in his prime years, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, it would have been great, but I think Heather's exists that I think it could be adapted for any generation where like and whether the success well the success of that adaptation for that generation rides on if they understand what the original material was going for. Yeah. I yeah. don't I don't think you can just like haphazardly remake it like they did already. Mm-hmm. Um but I think if you take the time and care, you could adapt it for a whole new generation. Also, like schools are so different now. Like imagine what like a new Heathers would look like. It would be so funny, including the social media aspect of it all. Because, you know, when they're watching the TV and they're like, we are, we are just best friends. And Veronica's like, no, you didn't. You hated her and she hated you. It would it would be like in Freaky where uh, where that girl dies and then the bully girl is like, oh, my God, I miss her so much. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, it would be so fun. But, yeah, it's definitely a delicate delicate tone to replicate so give me a heather sequel where winona comes back as like the obi-wan type character and she's a teacher at the high school yes that yeah i agree (laughs) could work you never Mm -hmm. know um before we get out of here kayla you got anything you're working on this week um just school um but yeah just school uh we'll be back soon with some more episode episodes though and you can find me at kyla underscore ren on twitter that's k-a-i-l-a underscore kyla i keep forgetting that's okay that's okay i'm so sorry i'm just like the more more i say it the more it'll stick with me yeah so i will leave them in because i'm sure everybody else is learning i'm also learning too so I don't mind. <laughs> yes. Please go follow Kyla on social media. Please yes. read her piece at Film Cred. What about you? Uh, I got a couple things cooking up writing wise. Um, other than that, I've been securing guests for future episodes. Obviously, the movies we're going to be covering are the Resident Evil saga and Event Horizon, along with a couple other space horror related movies. Um, once I get those locked in, I'll be sure to announce those. Wait, Raina, I really want to do that Jake Gyllenhaal one you were talking about. Life? Yes. Yeah, that's one of them. Okay, good. Because I've been <laughs> I don't know why I've been thinking about it for weeks. <laughs> but yeah. Good. No, that was one of the ones she picked. Exciting. All so right. So I think that space episode, it's not it's not we're not like super locked in on it but right now as of right now it's looking like event horizon life and uh another space horror film called pandorum Ooh, okay yeah and we have and we have a very exciting guest for that particular episode yay (laughs) so um as always you can always find my personal twitter at jfc doomblade you can always find my writing at bloodydisgusting.com and screenqueens.com and you can find our podcast at Horror in Session. Once again, thank you to Super Yaki for sponsoring this episode. And have a good week, you guys. Yeah, have a good week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>